You are now tuned in to the World Class Hoops Podcast. And now, here's your host, Chris Rouse. We already live, but welcome in, everybody, to the World Class Hoops Podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Chris Rouse, coming to you from Chicago, mm-hmm. Illinois. I had to get help once again, man. I had to go get Shaq Barnes of SB Talk Sports, man. I had to bring him back, man. I had, I had to bring him back, man, my good friend Shaq Barnes, man. We had a good talk about Bucks Nets. Last time you was on the show. So now we're doing a bit of a crossover here, a world-class Who's podcast, SB Talk Sports thing. What's good, Shaq? Welcome back in, man. Uh, I'm doing pretty good, man. It was, man, I, I had to say, you, you got me. We got, the seven, <laughs> we got the game seven that we wanted, but yeah, man, you, you got the best of it. I was, I was still a little hurt off that, but it's cool, man. Yeah, it man, once again. Exactly. Once again, it's the World Class Hoops podcast available, as you can see at the bottom of your screen, at Apple, Anchor, Google, Spotify, YouTube, also available mm-hmm. on Facebook on, uh, at World Class Hoops Podcast, on Twitter at WCHP Media. Also, you can catch me on Twitter and Instagram at KingRouse21, K-I-N-G-R-O-U-S-E 21. Once mm-hmm. again, this is a World Class Hoops Podcast playoffs check-in. But once again, Shaq, I had to bring you back in, man, because last time we talked, we talked Bucks next. Mm-hmm. You, we said... It's yep. gotta go seven, man. It's gotta go seven. It's go. It's gonna go seven. You said Nets. Yeah, seven. it did. I said Bucks and seven. Now, now I'm not trying. No, hold on. Now, hold on. Don't do that. I ain't trying to get you. I ain't trying to get yeah, you. I just, it happened. I just, I just, yeah, it happens. It, happened. it was a great series. I just wanna, I just wanna get your perspective as somebody who thought Brooklyn was gonna take that series and to see like how it ended. What, what are your thoughts? What, what are your thoughts on like how Milwaukee ended up winning that series? Uh, it was first of all, was, we got a tip I had to him. It was a great series, first and foremost. Off that, it was it was definitely a, a great series. But um, that's, that's all I can say, man. They hit the last shot, man. That's all. That's all. That's really to it, man. That's all. Let's do it, man. They was a toenail, a toenail away, a toe knuckle away, man. So yeah, so it, it was it went the way it go, man. So sometimes that's how the cookie crumbles. Yeah, I mean, it really is. That really is all you can say about that. And um, honestly, my thoughts on this series um, injuries. I mean, because honestly, it looked like Brooklyn was probably going to cook Milwaukee before Kyrie and uh, it was found out that Kyrie wasn't going to play anymore. So, so I just think yeah. the injuries kind of took Brooklyn out. Also, on top of the injuries, uh, man, Milwaukee, honestly, I know I picked Milwaukee, but they should have lost that series after they gave game five away. I was like, look, yeah, if they find a way to win this series, man, they gonna they gonna need mm-hmm. some something dramatic to win this series, and, and that's what we got some dramatic. So yeah, so shout out, so shout out, shout out to that series, man. It was it was a it was first, a fun series. And it was like since this me and you was talking about it, and first I was like, I hope as a basketball fan, I hope it goes seven. It did. This is probably one of the best series we had since the probably yeah. the Dallas and the Clippers. The two best series we've had, so I was excited from it. And then, like Katie got to show that he's the best player in the NBA. To me, he still showed that no matter what, win or lose or draw, he did everything. He showed that he can do more than score, which is a great yeah. thing because that's everybody swear that K- all KD can do is score the ball, which is cap. Yeah. So, and then um, the other guys, Giannis, Giannis, I still see the same problems with Milwaukee, but now it's just like playing the Hawks. Do they have anything to really stop that? No, but. And then with the Trey Young, because I know I've been getting a lot of flack about saying Trey Young's overrated. As but now you should. I think this is this, I, I, yeah. You my guy, but you should. I, you should. Yeah, I should have. <laughs> I, I should have. He proved me wrong. I swear I believe like somebody must have sent him like a whole bunch of threads of people calling him overrated. <laughs> and I know I was in that little thread. And he's just been going off because ever since I said he was overrated, he's been playing different. But this is the series where he's gonna get exposed. Yeah, he man. Talks sports content. <laughs> yeah, man. And he responds. And he responds too, though. He re- he responds. If you send him messages, because I know I was in like the sports betting group, and like people are sending him like, "Man, we need you to score thirty tonight." And he'd be like, "Okay, yeah. I see what I can do." So he responds to messages and he sees them. No, uh, hey, hey, you got hey, you got to respect that man, especially with the way he's been hooping. But uh, mm-hmm. they go into the Eastern Conference Finals. They go up against Milwaukee. Uh, before before we talk about that. Let me get your thoughts on Philadelphia, man. I mean, first off, mm-hmm. first off, let me say this. I agree with you with Kevin Durant. I think he's reclaimed his spot as the best player in the NBA. But let me get your let yep. me get your thoughts on Philadelphia, man. Uh, ben Simmons. Um, <laughs> it's, the same, it's the same. It's the same thing that I've been saying about uh, Philadelphia. Hold on, wait, somebody said I got an echo. Let me check. Maybe if I mute that. Okay, it's, it's uh for Ben. Yeah, for Ben Simmons with me. 
it's uh, the echo. I mean, I said, okay, and I said the echo. Uh, they don't have a closer. And I've been called about Philly. The reason why I said I had the Nets making the finals is because I didn't believe in Milwaukee and I don't believe in uh, Philly. Because Philly has not been the same since Jimmy Butler left. They don't have a closer. They mm-hmm. don't have a closer. I don't want to hear the excuse about Ben Simmons is not the second option no more or he's the third option. It's no way. Have you having a ball that much to hand? And the offense runs to you, and you're not shooting the ball. Yeah, he's not even like he's not even trying to shoot at all. And I guarantee Philly is regretting making Tobias picking Tobias Harris over Jimmy Butler. I'm sorry, I yeah. I know for a fact that they're regretting that. It, it it has to. You have to. It's it's no way you can look with me at a straight face and say that <laughs> that you like yeah Leah we picked Tobias Harris. We took Tobias yeah. Harris. Like, come on, we man. Did. No, we we not. We did. I, my my thoughts on the Sixers. Um, you just got to teach Ben Simmons to shoot. I think. So I, I forgot. I forgot who said it. It was either Shaq or Charles Barkley. They was like Ben Simmons is a jump shot away from being the next LeBron. And I just think that's so accurate. Like that, that's just so accurate. It's like, dude. Like he's got all the tools mm-hmm. as a facilitator, a rebounder. I think he should have been defensive player of the year this season, this season especially with the uh, some of the games I saw. Rudy mm-hmm. Gobert get like forty dropped on his head, and uh, so, hey, man. so that's that's but, a whole other story for another day about that defensive player. Yeah, I think they gotta yeah they got they gotta do something else. But my thing with gotta, Ben Simmons is like my thing with Ben Simmons is like we know you can't teams know you can't shoot like they I've literally seen teams mm-hmm. drop twenty feet off. Him to let him shoot the ball and then like four for 14 mm-hmm. at the free throw line or whatever it was like come on man that that's tough mm-hmm. man like I, I think it could work but my thing with philly i think the piece they need to move is tobias harris yes because um when it comes to Deba- tobias harris i have an interesting thought i think a lot of people say tobias harris is overrated i was like nah he's not overrated he's overpaid he's over there you go they gave, they gave him, they gave him a bag that he probably should have got. And yeah, and he comes up, he comes up real small. Mm-hmm. We got a, we got somebody in the chat. True to King TV says the Sixers are horrible in developing players. Okay. And I mean, I mean, it's hard to disagree with that when you think about Markel mm-hmm. Foles trading him out. I know he's been hurt, but you you know mm-hmm. you know all the tanking for picks. You trade Markel Foles out. Dario Sharage, you traded him out. You know Ben Simmons. I mean, year five still talking about I got to develop a jump shot. You know, it, that's not a good look. And then on top of that, with the analytics base, I thought they also kind of rushed it a little bit with uh, firing Brett Brown. Because, mm-hmm. like, how many shots go in like that for Kawhi, man? Like, come on. <laughs> like, uh, like, nah, yeah. And yeah, then last but, year, Ben Simmons was hurt. So it's like, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. I, I think they kind of rushed it with rushing Brett Brown out the door. If they could have gave that another year with him and Seth Curry, maybe, I think maybe that could happen. Mm-hmm. Maybe. See, what, what, with, with Brett, the problem with Brett Brown is – it was so many bad problems and how he was doing with the rotations, then with the players and the players not developing and like bad play call. It was so many things that was happening over time that we had to just be like, nah, we got to let him go. We, we, yeah. we had to let him go. We, no, we I, no I'm with you. I'm with you. It was, so, it was after, after like five or six years, you need a new voice. And then on top of that, mm-hmm. with the leadership issues that was coming out in the stories in the locker room, it's like, yeah, you got to get somebody new in there. But yeah. But honestly, I don't think he was a bad coach. I think if you would have gave him no. another year, I think you would have gave him another year with this team that they had. I think they probably could have really did something. Because I mean, uh, it was not not mm-hmm. to blame Doc, but it was Doc mm-hmm. another Doc team in the playoffs. Yeah, saying. it was. It was. It was definitely another Doc team in the playoffs. Um, see, with 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 Doc, it's 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 so crazy with Doc because as much as we, I believe Doc, we gave Doc too much credit. For that Celtics championship, and we put him oh, too yeah. high on the pedestal. We get we put him too high on the pedestal. Don't get me wrong, Doc is not a bad coach. Not Doc, at all. Doc is not a bad coach at all. But we just put him too high on a pedestal of that Celtics championship, and that he pretty much thinking he like a field jacket. Or we taking him too high, and it's just like you pretty much had a stacked team who supposed to win. But he now he's not he the only one. He's not the only yeah, one to get that's on too high of a pedestal from that Celtics team. <coughs> Paul Pierce. <coughs> yeah, you know. yeah Paul know. Pierce definitely came up off that. Paul Pierce definitely came up off that. But with Doc, I just think he got to make better in-game adjustments. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes he got to stop. One thing that Doc does that I don't like 
is that he fall in love with his players too much where he fall in love with his players so much that he don't want to hurt their feelings. So <laughs> instead of thinking about the game plan and winning, he didn't pull Ben Simmons during year in the team because he didn't want to hurt his feelings or kill his confidence. Like Doc, that's one thing about Doc. I say he fall in love with his players too much. So he ain't going to pull a, a KG or Ray Allen if they selling the yeah. game or, or Ben Simmons because he like, Oh, I don't want to mess with his I'm like no nah, man, pull him. It's about winning. You got it, it it's like a, a, a time for it, and it's a time not to do it. Like mm-hmm. with Marquette with, with uh with Harold from the Lakers, it was no reason to sit him that much. And he should have yeah. been playing. Ben Simmons yeah. should have been out the game. You hurting the team more than you 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 having the team, you know. So no, I feel you. Yeah, yeah. No, and I feel you and, and, and you mentioned Doc not making the adjustments, but mm-hmm. And then, and then you look at the Clippers on the other side of things as we shift to the Western Conference Finals. Mm-hmm. You see them finally make it to the Western Conference Finals. You know, Doc Rivers had him close a few times. And what did Tyron Lue do? He made the adjustments. Adjustment. See Reggie Jackson. See mm-hmm. Terrence Mann. Now they're down 0-1. And they're down 0-1 right now. Mm-hmm. What game two adjustments do you think they need to make going into this Phoenix series? Before, Other than the obvious, like Chris Paul and Kawhi being out. Yeah, I'm gonna say Kawhi first. First thing first. And I got a question for you two about uh what Paul George said about Docker. Do you believe it's true now? But um so for them, it's it's just like because now even if Devin Booker go off, because the problem with the Clippers, they always let a star player go off for some reason. If you're a star player, you play the Clippers. Career night. You go put up your best numbers. See what Luca did. You go. You go get career numbers against the Clippers. I guess they just settle for like we're not gonna let the role players kill us. But you still gotta worry about Aiden. I feel like what can they do? Even if you contain Booker, then here comes Aiden. I feel like they have to be a better defensive team. They have to get stops, turnovers, high. You gotta make the Suns a high turnover team, especially with Chris Paul being out. They don't really have their floor general. So like. With the, the benefit of having Chris Paul with the Suns was like plenty of times where they used to get out of control. Chris Paul would come in and slow the game because you know Cameron Payne, everybody killing me back because you no, know I don't like Cameron Payne. Another person who you just garbage when you had this jersey on. Um, time out. I, you know what? Look, I, I was there at Windy City. I was there at Windy City when we had Cameron Payne. This yeah. dude is not, that's not the same Cameron Payne that we had. At no, it's not. It's not. So, like, not, not even like that's not the same. He's a much better player. This dude has really like gone through the G League, like Texas, yeah. Stockton, with the Dallas and Sacramento, and like mm-hmm. now he on Phoenix. So it's like, so you got to really give give him some credit, man. Salute to uh, campaign yeah. in the uh, G League, bro. Cam, yeah. And then with Cam, so I, I was just like, with him, he's playing great, but he's still a gun. He he's he's a gun. He gonna he gonna shoot that. He gonna shoot that ball as much as he can. So you got to take advantage of that. Put the pressure on him because he put the pressure on him. Then now he can't get the ball and um, get it done. So my other question I wanted to ask you about was Paul George. Remember he had went crazy on Doc Rivers. <laughs> and once he went crazy on Doc, Doc was like, um, you know, don't blame me. Y'all should have played major shots and all that. But. Paul George exposed him and said it was how he was playing me. That's the reason why I'm playing better. So now I want you to think. So now was Paul George right? Because now Paul George is getting a lot of slander. So was he right? No, he got to make his shots. <laughs> he got to make his shots. He got to make his shots, man. <laughs> I mean, don't hey, don't let them numbers in game one fool you. Paul George had a bad shooting game, man. <laughs> Shot yeah. like ten for twenty six, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, man. <laughs> Like Paul George, Paul, you got to remember, man. Paul George, a lot of these games, and I've been, and I've been caping for Paul George this year. But in the playoffs, a lot of these games where he had like thirty six, he had like a high volume of shots. It's like, dude, of course you got thirty six. You had like twenty shots, twenty six shots, yeah. shots, dude. <laughs> Come on, dude. Man, so, play, playoff P. It know. ain't been the same since he called himself playoff P, man. It right. Has not I, I will give same. him credit though. I will give Paul George credit though, man. He had seven threes in the other game, and I mean, he has mm-hmm. been playing good. He's been playing good for the most part because he didn't really play good in game one against Phoenix, yeah. but. He's been playing good for the most part without uh, Kawhi. But, I mean, at the end of the day, when it comes to that, what, what I see that's different with the Clippers is that they, like with Ty Lue, they make adjustments. You got Reggie Jackson. You got Terrence Mann out there hooping. Zoo, I mean, Zubat's not really my favorite 
favorite guy to have out there against DeAndre Ayton, but Serge Ibaka's out. So it's like, yep. so it's like, what are you really gonna do? So for, for me, for the Clippers, at this point, I honestly think they just need to rest, man, because yep. in that fourth quarter, like all I'm seeing is short jump shots. Reggie Jackson wide open, front of the rim. Paul George, right mm-hmm. of the rim. Luke Kennard, front of the rim. Everything's short, man. And mm-hmm. it looked just like they did in the first two games against Utah. So I think yeah. well, I think the different. I think you might see Phoenix go up 2-0 tonight. Yeah. And then you see the and then you see the Clippers rest and then I think they'll make it more once again make it more interesting in LA man and then so <laughs> hey all I know is even if they get down 2-0 don't write them off that's don't all write I them off know. yeah don't write and them then off. With, uh, <laughs> that's all I got yeah <laughs> uh, now with um the Clippers I got the Suns winning this series uh I, I just don't think the Clippers have enough to get it done against this team and the Suns has been too hot and I feel like with the Suns you beat the defending champions injuries injury injury or not you got to make it to the finals at least. You, you beat the Lakers. This is the best year for any team that don't get that like what we won't expect to win because next year the Lakers and the Nets. I mean, yeah, it's over. It's over. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna y'all know now. So get your ring now while it's available. Yeah. And I like this though. Everybody complaining, you know, but that's why I know these like I want to call them casuals or they just one fan of just one player or one team instead of basketball. Because if you a true fan of basketball. You would you love this because yeah, I, I love yeah. the mystery of not knowing who gonna win it. I can't legitimately like, tell you, Chris. I don't know who win it. I don't. Hey, I, I'm with you. It's a toss. This is like the first time it's been a toss up, and I don't know how mm-hmm. long. But but I mean, I mean, you got Phoenix. The Clippers have never even been to the conference finals. Atlanta, yeah. Atlanta. This is their second time being to the conference finals. And Milwaukee, mm-hmm. I think this is like their third time since like 2000. So it's like. Yep. <laughs> So I mean, somebody about to be happy for the first time in a long time, man. Time. It's, it's gonna, it's hey, look, gonna be a, just, gonna be a if you ever go to any games, though, if you ever go to get the games, or anybody watching from Phoenix, everybody out there, watch out for the Suns and Four Guy, man. He real, man. So you like go tell your sons oh, and yeah. Four. <laughs> <in my country. laughs> hey, shout out, shout out to my family in Arizona, man. My uncle yeah. and my cousins. I got family out there. Phoenix. Tell them watch out for him. Be a dangerous man, man. <laughs> Phoenix Suns and Four, especially I look, he get, hey man, look, if I knew that's all he had to do was beat up the drug guy from the rival team and say my team in four to get free tickets and jerseys and NBA player shout outs, I would have been punched somebody at the game then. If that was the case. Hey, but but you know, but you did see now like some Suns fans did jump some Clippers fans the other day. Yeah, they like, yeah, now that's... now they saying like see De- see what Devin Booker has started. Like yeah, mm-hmm. no, this, this is what look, we're trying to say. You see what I just said? I might have to go throw a hook or two. You feel like, see, no, man. <laughs> you know what we kind of did we kind of just like glossed over that eastern conference finals man you said mm-hmm. you've been saying trey young is overrated but uh, i mean what you what's your what's your thoughts on this series against with uh, Atlanta and Milwaukee, because I'm gonna tell you right now, much the same like I said about the Nets for mm-hmm. Milwaukee, it's gonna and much the same. I said the same thing actually about Atlanta too against Philly. Mm-hmm. It's gonna come down to pace and three point shooting. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna come yeah. down to if Milwaukee can control them in the half court. Mm-hmm. Milwaukee also Giannis is gonna have to work in this series, man. Yeah, because I mean Clint Capella, John Collins, the number uh, Okongwu, mm-hmm. all the bodies Atlanta can throw at Giannis. It's gonna be tough. And Milwaukee cannot afford Brent Forbes and Middleton and all them dudes to shoot bad like they mm-hmm. did in the first two games against Brooklyn. So yeah, I got the Bucks because I mean I picked Bucks, I picked Bucks Clippers at the beginning of the year. So you mm-hmm. know I'm picking Bucks, but uh, Bucks and six, man. Bucks and six. I uh, I got the Bucks in five or six games. This is first of all I'm gonna say this. I was wrong about Trey Young. I'm gonna give him his respect. But this is the series <laughs> where what I was saying about Trey Young is going to happen. Why he? Why I said he was kind of overrated. A little bit. This this is the series where he's gonna get exposed, and Giannis is not even the most important player in this series. If y'all really want to know the truth, it's gonna be Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday defensively depends on how he's gonna play Trey Young, and he usually take advantage of smaller guards. Everybody knows uh, Drew Holiday is real real respected around the league. He's probably one of the best defenders, if not the best defender. So that's gonna get Trey Young a problem, and he's gonna frustrate Trey Young. And that's we gonna see the Trey Young. While I was telling you about where. Forced a lot of bad shots, which he had been shooting, but he's affecting the game with his passing. So, but I feel like Drew Holiday is going to even make that harder for him. Chris Middleton got to be that guy 
where he's he got to average like 25 this series, 25. And he can't do it yeah, this sure. series because, yeah, he can't. And with Giannis, because Giannis is going to still do his thing, but Chris Middleton is the third best player on the court in this series because it go Giannis, Trey, and Chris Middleton. So now with Milwaukee having the first and the third best player in the series, and you probably rank Drew Holiday as fourth if you really want to go that deep into it. So you got three of the best five players in this series, so you should actually be down on this the, this Atlanta Hawks team easily. I got you, bro. No, I heard, I heard what you said, bro. I'm going with – you know what? Because mm-hmm. I think the best player in this series is probably going to be the most important player in the season going to be Drew Holiday. Mm. I think I think you I got think you got the right idea. It's going to come down to Drew mm. and uh, his ability to defend against Trey Young. I think his, I think mm. Milwaukee's really going to need his scoring from the perimeter, and it showed in that in that Brooklyn series. I mean, just look at Game mm-hmm. Seven. As soon as he started lighting it up, he started hitting the outside shot. What happened? Milwaukee mm. ended up tying the game, ended up winning the series. And also, man, while I'm here, man, uh, Brooke Lopez, man, you lucky Kevin Durant stepped on that line, man. <laughs> <laughs> he he almost lucky. sold the game. Oh, I man, was, you lucky he stepped on the line, bro. I like, was <laughs> so – I was like, yes, sir. He sold the bag. KD come through with a clutch. It is. Hey, but Ke- hey, Ke- Kevin Durant did not lie, though. He right, man. His big-ass foot did keep the, keep he keep them from uh, yeah. ending their season. He knew he went – you could tell KD he, went he, for he, the like, win. toe away. <laughs> yeah, tall way. KD went for the win because he knew they didn't have the legs to win in overtime. They was over because like they could have beat Milwaukee. Milwaukee don't have a heart, didn't have a heart to even finish. You could tell how the overtime went. If the Brooklyn Nets wasn't tired as they was, their legs was gone. They Steve Nash and played his starters the whole game. Then yeah, I think the Nets would have came out of one, but they was their legs was gone. It was a wrap, and Milwaukee just hit the last shot. No, I thought. I think Milwaukee was just better down the stretch, honestly, man. I mean, yeah. it was really Kevin Durant by itself. I mean, at the end of the day, Brooklyn, mm-hmm. I mean, like I said, it was injuries. It was just too many injuries for them, man. No Kyrie, mm-hmm. no James Harden. And then at the end of the day, like, I mean, can, can you really rely on Bruce Brown to, like, <laughs> kind of put the mm-hmm. team on his back? You yeah. know what I'm saying? So I, so I just think I just think Brooklyn didn't have enough. And, I mean, I, I hated that KD had – the last shot of KD had this season was an air ball, but – I mean, because I mean, he did everything he could to put that team on his back, but he was he was out there by himself. I mean, no, no Kyrie, mm-hmm. no Dinwiddie. Harden was there, but Harden was I mean, Harden was broke. He was like five yeah. for seventeen or something like that. One leg so he was like, in the way. Yeah, he's on, he was he's in the on way. one leg. It's like come on, he was man. in the way more than anything. It, it, it was tough, man. Kevin Durant did. He tried, man. He came close. <laughs> yeah, he did. He, he did. He did everything though. That's why. That's why I said I'm like even if with him losing, he still showed that he was the best player in the NBA. Uh, so even coming in, that's why I tell everybody, oh, man, he airballed the last shot. I said all the greatest have missed or airballed the last shot. Kobe did. Mike did. I did LeBron and airball shots. Like, it happens, man. It happens. But you can't that can't take away from everything else he did because he exactly. was hitting every, every shot. He just didn't make the last one. And Milwaukee hit it. Even Giannis hit a clutch hook. Baltami actually did something he's supposed to be doing. Do a poster. <laughs> like, thank God. Like, if he would just do this all the time. Because Giannis really, honestly, I keep telling everybody, I said, Giannis, you cannot be, you can't tell me any player you know. If I told you, just say future-wise, hey, man, a player won an MVP back-to-back, and then one of the second year he won the MVP and defensive player of the year, you'll be like, I know he's the best player in the league. And he yeah, not. I mean, it, It's I like Giannis I mean, should be the best player in the league. I mean, if you didn't see that, but I, I was there, so I don't believe Yeah, that, you I, know I, the truth. I know, you the, know truth. the truth. <laughs> I, don't think he won. I don't even think he should have won defensive player of the year. That should have went no. to one of the two ADs. It should have either went to Andre Drummond because he was top 10 in both blocks and steals, mm-hmm. or it should have went to Anthony Davis. So, I, I mean, I, I was there. He should have MVP either, too. Honestly, I think Bron should have low-key I mean, got it. Nah. Yeah. Nah, nah, you, you couldn't give it to him. You could have. You could have. You could have it That's too disrespectful to Anthony Davis. Ah, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I guess I think that's probably why they gave it to Giannis. Like, yeah, if we give it to one and be disrespect another player, then okay. So, yeah, yeah, okay, I see why. But. Like Anthony Davis was Anthony Davis had like he was like he had higher numbers than LeBron, like six of the eight major stats. So yeah, it was like you did. couldn't really you couldn't really like look at that yeah. and be like how. 
Yeah. <laughs> and he's more valuable than AD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. I, respectfully, respectfully. I have to respect that. I understand. No, no, you know, you good. No, I, I feel you, but that I mean that's perspective because that was just my that was my argument all last year. Was like mm-hmm. you, I mean, like how? Like, come on. <laughs> I can't, mm-hmm. can't do that, man. man. Now, and now with um I meant I didn't know this though. I meant to ask you this about this too, not to get off top from the playoffs. With uh Kemba Walker getting traded, I didn't know you I thought you had to wait till the season was over to make trades. Like yeah, did I did too. So <laughs> like I'm like, what the I'm like, bro, I'm like Kemba Walker just got traded. I'm like, and is the trade deadline pass, or is this like we just letting them like, know? You know the playoffs right. I'm like, oh, could you just wait or something? Just uh, we just let you know when this day drop, you you trade it. We just let you know ahead of time. Right, you, I'm you like, gone, bro. You traded. <laughs> I'm like, bro, what did he do? Like, he must have cursed him out in the exit meeting. Like, you nah. traded somebody when you don't be supposed to be making trades. Like, I'm confused. <laughs> All I got, only thing I could think of was maybe that's like some of them new COVID rules where they was like, mm. hey, man, look, we know it's a rough season. Let's trade them. But other than that, I don't got nothing for mm. you, bro. I was like, I didn't know you could trade people in the middle of the playoffs, man. I didn't know so, that, <laughs> you know? But like that, that situation in Boston, that that had got so bad. They they was like, mm. nah, bro, <laughs> we want you out of mm. here now. Like, mm. You know, it, yeah, it, it, was just, it. it was just rough, man. They, I, they, just, they also probably just wanted a fresh start, too, but. Yeah, because you know, I think uh, Brad Stevens taking taking over now, which I think he should have waited. Even though I know he gonna want Kemba gone regardless, I think he should have waited till he got his coach who 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 gonna run a run a helm of the team to see what moves he can make. Because what if Kemba actually might have fit the new play style of the coach better? Even though I know Kemba been playing that bad, but gone. But you never know because now if they move like Marcus Smart or any, anybody else like that on the roster, where maybe the coach actually might would have wanted that player on the roster. You know. You know, so I think I you think, should wait. No, I get what you No, I think like with Marcus Smart, I well one thing I one it was a rumor that like Brad Stevens was favoring Marcus Smart, which was was cause for some of the problems in the locker room, supposedly. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. also with Marcus Smart, I think with him, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, I mean mm-hmm. that's a solid trio. The only mm-hmm. thing is they always hurt, like one of them is always hurt. Like Marcus Smart was out. Jason Tatum mm-hmm. started to see he started the season hurt. Kimball, I'm not mm-hmm. Jason Tatum, Kimball Walker started the season hurt. Jason Tatum missed like 20 something games. Jalen Brown missed the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like Brad Stevens, like I, I never thought he really got a good shake with that roster. Like Kyrie was out. Kyrie was out. Gordon Hayward broke his leg like the first game, you know, <laughs> like in, in, in Boston, like Brad Stevens never really got like got his full complement of people. You always he was always operating with like a half, you know, a pretty a half hearted roster, but was still like getting to the conference finals. So, I mean, yeah. you know, give him some credit. I mean, you know, I'll give him credit as a coach. But once again, I think it's just one of those situations where you need a new voice in the locker room. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and I 100% uh, agree with that. They just, like you said, they need a new voice. And then it ain't like he got some big shoes to fill. Like, Brad, don't get me wrong, he was a good coach, but he didn't accomplish anything when he was in Boston. So it ain't like he got that much big of a shoes to fill. Even now he's like, Doc did a good job, but it did Doc really have really that big of a shoe to fill? Because it's just like, it's Boston. You, I think it was just the magnitude of you winning in Boston more than like Doc was just this great of a coach or Brad was just it's, it's Boston. Anything you do in Boston is gonna be magnitude. Like it's like certain places in the league you can go and you do anything in the league is gonna be mag like magnified more. Like if you go to Chicago and win or New York, especially New York, any 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 star player that goes to New York and win automatic legend. I, that's why I even heard. The story that LeBron really wanted to go to the Knicks instead of his Lakers, but his wife said, "I want to live in LA." Because LeBron already know if I go to New York and win, I'm gonna be labeled the greatest player of all time. Because the Knicks players are <laughs> the Knicks fan base is so desperate, they were celebrating that they was in the fourth seat with a parade in front of the stadium, and nah, the Knicks man. was more popular than the I Knicks. Think LA, I think LA was I think LA was decided long in advance because of business opportunities. Yeah. Not to say that you can't do it in New York, in New York but also New York just too. think about LA, like movies and all of that. I just think I thought LA, I, I just feel like LA was a fit for LeBron, man. Plus, yeah, yeah, plus you know that that Kobe thing too, a bit of that Kobe thing too. Well, yeah, but we didn't know Kobe was gonna die though before then. We didn't know. We didn't know. Uh, that still shocked everybody too. Because to me, I said if LeBron, to me, I feel like right now going to the Lakers in the present time today. Going to the Lakers was the smart move. But I feel like, to me, future-wise, for legacy career, I think LeBron should have went to the Clippers. Because if he would have went to the Clippers and won, 
And of course, like today, we're not going to appreciate it more. But when you look back in the future, like LeBron took two dead franchises, Cavaliers and the Clippers, and made them relevant. That'll hold way more weight than just winning with the Lakers, to me, in my honest opinion. I'm like, you take two dead franchises who never done anything, no player can never say that. And that can add more to the legacy with the GOAT debate. Because, you know, we nitpick when it comes to the GOAT debate, and any little thing will help. Because that's that's a huge accomplishment to do. If you take two dead franchises, and bring them to the promised land, you can't you can't argue that. I mean, you know, that I mean, if you take any franchise, I feel like if you win any championship, mm. you know, <laughs> you know, they you know they I'll say, I don't know because people ain't got the mean, Mickey Mouse wing, COVID ring, this ring don't hold no ring, this I mean, ring don't hold dirt ring, weigh a thousand pounds, LeBron got number court. I'm like, bro, they won a, a ring is a ring. Y'all trying to label ring. I didn't know rings could be labeled different. Hey. And call the Cubans to come with this. That. I'm like, come on, man. Y'all got to stop, man. They won a championship. Hey, a championship is a championship, man. Yes, that's, all, that's, all, that's all you can really say at the end of the day. I mean, mm-hmm. so, I mean, let's be real. Like, yeah, yeah, Kevin Durant, Clay was hurt. You know, yeah, mm-hmm. it was a bubble. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you could kind of say that every year, though. Like, everybody, yep. get, everybody got injuries. You know what I'm saying? Every, mm-hmm. Now, some injuries happen at the wrong time. You know, some more significant injuries happen at the wrong time more so mm-hmm. than others. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's like you really can't fault the team that won the title. It ain't like they got – it ain't like they hurt that dude, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like – you know, it's, it's kind of, it's but, but time, it's like at the same time, it's like you got to look at it realistically. Like, like what mm-hmm. you know, like the Warriors-Raptors series, would that, would that series have been different? Maybe. Maybe. Who knows, you know? Yeah. Who knows what yeah. would happen if Kevin Durant Clay was healthy? You know, yeah, because yeah, I, no, I, I wanted to see that. I thought that was gonna be a good series too. You talking against the Raptors? <laughs> they gonna get swept. I was like, I got my bro next to me. It was gonna be Not, a sweep. It was gonna be some. You talking about Raptors Warriors? Over. That year when they yeah. made the finals, that wasn't gonna be no sweep. The Raptors swept sweep. in that year in the regular season. Wait, I'm trying. That would have been a much more entertaining season. That would have been a much more entertaining series, man. If uh, like, Warriors and Raptors four. and Warriors were both healthy. Warriors and four. That's what would have been. Warriors and four. It would have been that nice. Was even KD playing a little six Wait, did you really just say they was gonna sweep the Raptors? The Warriors, the Warriors <laughs> would have if they yeah. were healthy. The Warriors would have swept the Raptors. No, they Warriors because the Raptors beat them twice. If they swept them in the regular season, look, they would have gave them. They would have gave them some smoke. I, w- I would tell you the same I, thing. I keep the Warriors in six heart. in that series. So <laughs> I would tell you the same thing that I say with my 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 broken Chicago Bulls heart. Every time during the playoffs, we used to play LeBron. And the Heat used to whoop they butt all regular season. Then we get the playoffs and be a different story. That's what we didn't have it. enough. We yeah, didn't have we enough did. scores. We didn't have enough Mello, scores. That's all, all right. you had to do, Melo, was just come here. We we didn't need you to do nothing. We just need you to equal out LeBron, make him tie. We didn't need you shout to do nothing. Shout out to 2011 Bulls. That might be my all-time favorite Bulls team. Yeah. Just because, you know, out, outside of the dynasty, of course. You know? Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, outside I'm of that, the, obviously. Yeah, yeah, obviously. yeah. But now I'm, 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 I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take the D Rose Bulls too. I, I gotta take the D Rose Bulls first. Then I go to the '90s, because I didn't. I like, I, I know my history. I was a baby, so I didn't get ready to enjoy it like I would enjoy it now. If the Bulls going to run, so I got to put the team that I seen that I love. But then yeah, after that, that, after that, then it's enjoying there. See, I, I see. I saw the back half of the three P. So I was mm-hmm. I was actually alive for that, but I was like, you know, I was yeah. like six and seven. But like yeah, I remember, it but like I remember it though. Like I remember seeing mm-hmm. the games and stuff. Like the first yeah. repeat, I had all the championship videos. So I kind of like remember it, but mm-hmm. not really. Mm-hmm. But you know, but the last repeat, I saw that. So I can't so I actually did see the like the the, the Jordan Bulls. So they that's my all-time mm-hmm. favorite. And then the D Rose Bulls. D-Rose, but yes, one of the ten, but Shaq, what year were you born, man? 93. All right, so who did the Bulls play in the finals in '93? It would be the Phoenix Suns, correct? I believe so. Yeah, it would be the Phoenix Suns. It would, it would be the Phoenix Suns. Yes. Mm-hmm. So the Phoenix Suns. So the Phoenix Suns have not made it to the to the NBA Finals since 1993. Wait, wait, when's your birthday? When I was born, April, April 28th. Oh, okay. So yeah, you so you was around. You was around for them to yeah. make it to the finals. Well, in honor of that, man, we're gonna name our top five Phoenix Suns players all the time. Mm. Our top five fa- now favorite, favorite, mm, Phoenix favorite, okay, okay, Suns players, not best. I want because I don't want people in my comments, you know, trying to bring the smoke <laughs> to me, man. I'm, I'm naming the five guys I like, five guys that I when I say when 
When I see mm-hmm. them, I think, oh yeah, Phoenix Suns. Mm-hmm. Boy, that's somebody's like, man, he was on the Suns. He was nice. I remember. Mm-hmm. So top five all-time favorite Phoenix Suns players, man. Who you got? Mm, okay. Number one, I gotta go. It's not even a recently passed because I called him. I've been I've been calling him this nickname before then once he started training with Kobe. I gotta go. Devin Bean Booker is my number one favorite Phoenix Sun because he like Kobe. <laughs> I gotta go. Devin Bean Booker. Devin Bean name, Booker. Man. <laughs> Devin Bean Booker. That's his name. Man. Bean. That boy, baby Bean. Bean Booker. Then uh, number two, I gotta definitely go. Uh, Amari. I loved Amari on that time. Had a lot of highlights. Then I had to go Nash. Nash at three. Uh, number four. Oh. Uh, number four, favorite Phoenix son of all time. I got, I, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go Sean Marion. I got, I got Sean Marion. Okay. I got So go right Sean now you Marion. got, so you got Booker, Nash, Amari, Marion. All right. Who your last one? Ooh, I, I, I gotta put Chuck in there. I gotta put Chuck in there. I can't, I can't be this. I gotta Charles put Chuck Barkley. in there. I gotta That's put Charles Chuck in there. Yeah. I gotta put Chuck okay. in there. What about you? All right. My top five all-time favorite Phoenix Suns. Um, mm. I'm gonna go backwards. Five, Sean Marion. Sean mm. Marion be five, bro. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm gonna say that, but I'm gonna name some people that I wanted to put. Uh, I could have said Kevin Johnson. I could have said mm-hmm. um, I could have said Paul Westfall, who was a former head coach mm-hmm. and also played for the Suns in the finals in '76. Mm-hmm. And like he also he had like a lot of good quotes during that Bulls finals in '93. You know, you know, mm. Michael is not being <laughs> You know, that whole year he was like, he, you know, that year Phoenix got down like 0-2 in the first mm-hmm. round, so they was about to get swept. And he was yeah. like, I guarantee we won't get swept. You know, we, we're gonna mm-hmm. we're gonna win games three, game four. We are gonna win on Sunday, and then they won game That's three, bad. game four, one off, and one game five. So, mm-hmm. you know, so I almost thought about him, and so I almost thought about Kevin Johnson, Paul Westfall, but number five is Sean Marion. Man, we're going mm-hmm. with number five, Sean Marion. Hey, Sean Marion from here, right? I believe. Oh, he's from Illinois. I don't know if he's from Chicago, but ain't he from here? I believe so. He's yeah, from yeah, Illinois, yeah. yes. Illinois, yeah. Illinois. I know he's in Chicago, yeah. That's why I got to show the city. I, I, don't, I, don't, I think I want to say it's Peoria. I want to say Peoria. Yeah, Peoria, yeah. That's why I had to put him in there. Cause I know he's from here. Well, not from here, but he's close enough. Close enough. Close enough. Yeah, he's from the state. He's from the state. Sean, Sean, Sean Marion, my number five. Mm-hmm. Uh, My number four, I'm going to go with uh, Amari Stoudemire. Mm-hmm. Mari started my, my number four. Devin Booker, my number three. I ain't gonna call him Devin Bean Booker. I think I think Bradley Bean. Beal is more similar to Kobe than anybody. I think Devin Booker got his own lane. But yeah, uh yeah. I think Devin Booker got his own lane, man. He just influenced by Kobe. I think in terms of play, Bradley Beal mm-hmm. is more similar to Kobe than, than Kobe. anybody. Yeah, yeah, no, I can see what I said. But Kobe done put his imprint on a lot of people. He done, he got a Kobe camp. Yeah. Everybody, everybody played like Kobe now. No, nah, D book, no, nah, D book. I think Kobe is just one of his favorite players. I don't, but I don't, mm-hmm. when I watch him play, like other than like the long jump shot and you know, you know, how, how he uses his arms when he shoots. I don't, really fade, see though. yeah, I don't see too much though. of Kobe other that, than that. Like, he got that Kobe fade, know? though. That's, I mean, he got that fade, like the fade in the long, in the long arm jumper. That's about it. That's all the Kobe mm-hmm. I see, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, my number two, uh, Charles Barkley, man. Charles Barkley, my number two, mm-hmm. man. Yeah, Chuck. Yeah, Chuck. And, and my number Steve one is obviously Steve Nash, man. Steve. Yeah, you gotta put it. Nash was nice. Nash I mean, was nice. Hey, man, look, look. I'm about to say something that's gonna totally make it sound like I'm talking on both sides of my mouth with this. Steve Nash was my favorite player when he won MVP. Mm-hmm. Yet, I personally believe you could make arguments. He didn't deserve mm. either one of those MVPs. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Nobody, nobody's gonna argue with that. One. We all, nobody's arguing that. Like, we all accept it. I'm gonna tell you right now. Fun. Like, 06 should be Kobe, and 05 mm. should have been Shaq. I mean, yep. now I understand why they gave 05 to Steve Nash because Phoenix was the best team mm. in the league, and I mean, mm. like, they still had the same. He was literally the only person they added, so it was like, mm-hmm. all right, I get it. But honestly, man, all them guys were pretty good too. Mm. Needed somebody to like kind of put the put the ball in their hands because numerically, numerically he wasn't really the MVP. He was averaging like 15 and 11. But yeah. when you watch what he did for the t- team, it's like okay, I could see that first one, but that first. second one, no, that should have been Kobe. Mm. I think O'Shea yeah. should have been Kobe. 
Yeah. And it was like, and now we got to the point where we we in age and we look back at things. It was like, yeah, we kind of got that wrong, but we're not going to go. We we not we can't change it. You know, we, uh, we could just use his team was just playing that good. We wasn't expecting this for Phoenix. You know, he's pretty much the engine. He's the most valuable with Nash out there. They're garbage. So, you know, they got, they got to look. Little things they can cover, cover the wound with, but we know the truth. We 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 all know the truth. Yeah. So uh, hey, so who's your who's your last Phoenix Sun, man? Who's your last Phoenix Suns player? Who my who last Phoenix Suns? Yeah. I had Chuck. Chuck was my last one. It was uh oh, okay. Mary and Shamari. Oh, we had the same five. Okay. We pretty much had the same five different ones. I'm gonna have a surprise when you show uh my honorable mention got to be uh blonde hair Jason Kidd, man. You know, when he's <laughs> he's hit the sun. Jason Kidd had the same hey. shady cut. Oh nah, man. Bro. Nah, bro. He nah Steph. I would I would have mentioned uh Stefan Marbury before I mentioned Stephon Jason Marbury. Kidd with Phoenix. Yeah, he was, out of, <laughs> he was out of line. He was out of line for that slim shady nah, cut. Nah, J- Jason Kidd was way better in uh Jersey by that point. But, yeah, yeah, so, nah, yeah. I, I, in, in terms of Phoenix, in terms of favorite Phoenix Suns, no, nah, mm-hmm. I put Marbury over Jason Kidd. Man. <laughs> like, uh, I might put Jason. I might put Jason Richardson over Jason Kidd. <laughs> Vince Carter. So. Man, it, it was it was a lot of people that commented. Uh, I know somebody. I know uh, Nick Mitrovich from uh, Windy City, mm-hmm. the PA announcer. He said Gar heard from nineteen seventy, mm. the fourth overtime for the Suns. A lot of people mm-hmm. said Barkley on my Facebook. Kevin Johnson, uh, Dan Marley was somebody else. I thought about, I thought about okay. saying, but I was like, nah, I'm gonna go with Sean Marion. So, oh yeah, I didn't even check. My, I was, I was uh, looking. At, I ain't checked my comment. Somebody said, uh, yes, I, I, no, I was looking. No, I was talking about on my Facebook yesterday. I had nobody, nobody commented in the chat today. But uh, no, yeah, Sean Marion with that flick shot. Sean Marion with that flick shot. I had to put him in there, man. Yeah, he had that little flick. Somebody comment said Nash somebody. deserved both MVPs. Nah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. A lot of people. A lot of people said Nash. Yeah. Quinn Richardson. Somebody, somebody said, said Quinn Richardson yesterday. Somebody my comments said Nash deserve uh, both MVPs. Um, you can you he can said, debate that. Did he deserve both MVPs? He said he deserved both MVPs. You can debate. I that. mean, I, 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 I give you the first one, but no, nah, not the second. One. Yeah, and, second. and the reason why I'm be, the reason why I know why he won the second one though, because I mean the Lakers was like a seven seed, so yeah, you know, it was hard to give it to him. It's hard to give it to Kobe, but then, I mean, Westbrook got it as a six seed, but once again, he averaged. It's a triple double. It's like a triple double. So, so, so it's like throughout what what you're seeing with like the MVP throughout the years is like the rules kind of bend a little bit, depending yeah. on like you know, it's award. like the rules kind of bend award. a little bit. Yeah, it's like with every award. That's why I was like, they, they it's, it's, and I'm glad you brought that up because this is what I want to talk to you about too. So, defensive player of the years. I feel like we need to have a better criteria or we need to get a better understanding of who the who defensive player of the year should be because I believe they got it wrong because it's two years in a row where we see either the defensive player of the year be a liability or get cooked. Perfect example. Rudy Gobert was a liability. That's why Terrence Mann and all them shoot on threes. They should have pulled him. He was hurting the team. He was hurting the, he was hurting the team. But this is your defensive player of the year. Then you go to last year with Giannis Antetokounmpo, and Jimmy Butler was cooking them. So it's like, what can we do, or do you think they have it right, or what can they do to actually get the defensive do player I, of the year right? Uh, The last two years, I don't think they have. I, 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 I said, mm-hmm. I think Ben Simmons should have got it this year. I thought it should have went to Ben Simmons this year. And then last year, I think Draymond Green should have got it. Ben Simmons – I think Draymond Green should got this point because Ben Simmons, he don't deserve nothing. He don't deserve an award. He either goes nah, to the gym and practice. Don't give him I mean, nothing. Nah, nah, I think I think he should have got defensive player of the year, though. Like he was, I thought he was really the anchor for Philadelphia defensively on the perimeter. I mean, they had like three guys get all defensive, and I'm that's not, and that's because of like Ben Simmons' ability to be yeah. versatile on the defensive end. So yeah. I mean, yeah. You can say what you want about his inability to shoot, but on the defensive mm-hmm. end, I mean, dude was pretty good. He was good. Uh, yeah, last I, year, I, I thought he went nothing though. Because he last year, I thought like that should have went to Andre Drummond or Anthony Davis though. Yeah, yeah, I don't think Giannis should have got that one because he didn't look like the defensive player of the year once he was on that court. And no, I thought he had a case. He had a solid. He case. had a case. He had a case for it. I, but but I would have went this year. I would have went the other way. Yeah, he did, even this year. Yeah, I don't know the way to even this year though. Like he didn't even want to, he was avoiding guarding KD. 
Like, come on, man. Hey, hey, but when he got out on him and he started making making them shots tougher, they walking mm-hmm. into going to the finals, man. So it worked out. Yeah, it worked out in the long run, man. Yeah, it did. It did. It did. It did. Like you can't you can't deny it. Can't be mad yeah, about man. it. It did work out in the long run. But I don't know, man. I I, I hope I hope they get the awards right in the future. But I doubt it. Cause I ain't made a I video mean, about it. I didn't drop it. I got all the awards right. I pretty much swept and got everyone right. So I pretty, I you kind of get used to how they do their criteria. Even it's a matter of perspective. It's a matter of perspective. Because yeah. I mean, like, I'm with you. Like, it's here they got that I thought they got right. Like Julius Randle. It's like, okay. Yes. But last year, I thought that should have been Dante, mm. uh, Devontae Graham from Charlotte. Dante Graham. You know yeah. what I'm saying? They, but he wasn't even a finalist, you know, because, you know, they ended up going with uh, Brandon Ingram. Brandon Ingram, yeah. You know, Which it's like, been you know, it, it's it's a matter of perspective. You know, it's it's a, yeah. sometimes you, who you who you mm. think maybe should get it, but like sometimes, but then it's like, nah, man, I don't I don't know what y'all was looking at with mm. that one. <laughs> yeah, it seemed like every year, every year, every like you said, every year, it seemed like it changed. The criteria changed. Like like this year, year, coach of the year. I think Tibbs like coach of the year could have went either way this year. That that could have went to yeah. that could have went to either of them three guys, Quinn Snyder, Monty Williams, mm-hmm. and Tom Thibodeau. Could have went to either one yeah. of them three. It happens. I gave it. I gave it to Tibbs because he had the least the least talent to work with, and nobody expected him to be whatever it was. At. It was it's clearly coaching why that team is good. It's 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 more coaching than the players to me with that team. Like any other team, you can argue that like okay, the, sometimes the players really getting off the top. Like Monty got Chris Paul, who's a coach of his own. Then you got Devin Booker, one of the best upcoming guards in the league. Then you got Quentin Snyder with the Suns. I mean the Jazz, they're great defensively, but you still got Donovan Mitchell and a, uh, and a veteran PG with a Mike Conley, so who can pretty much get the job done on their own too. Not saying they didn't do a good job coaching, they did, but yeah. I just feel like Tibbs Tibbs had to do literally more coaching for those boys to win. With the Knickerbockers, no, I feel you. No, that, I think that's a fair, that's a fair argument. My my mm-hmm. argument for Quinn Snyder was like that team was literally in first place all year long, like start mm-hmm. to finish. They was the last team to lose ten games, and then they mm-hmm. they literally was in first place from start to finish. So I was like, yeah. that's kind of impressive considering we always kind of wait for Utah to fall off. So, yeah, I mean they did it in the playoffs. They did. They did. They did in the playoffs, but like it's a regular season mm-hmm. award. In the regular season, they didn't. So, I, so I was like, you know what? Mm-hmm. That's actually pretty good. And then, like with Donovan Mitchell missing games and mm-hmm. and actually watching Utah and how they would play the high pick mm-hmm. and roll and all the mm-hmm. all them guys that would hit outside shots, I was like, you know what? I I, I could vote for Quinn Snyder. I could I could see Quinn Snyder winning that. I would like yeah. to see him win that. Not to say mm-hmm. that Tibbs and Monty Williams weren't deserving. That's just mm-hmm. my perspective on Quinn Snyder. Once again, perspective. That's perspective, yeah. And then another question, Chris, because I, I definitely want you to probably either whatever, either whatever I catch your free time, either before the lottery or during or after. We got to do it because you, Chris is Chris, my fellow Bulls guy, man. You know, he here with the city, but we know we love the team. Oh, we know yeah, the man. See red. It's see red. So I'm red good over here, bro. Yeah, same, same, so same here, man. Same yeah. here. But yeah, my question is. Should we, if if this pick, if we don't get this pick, though, your question was good. Yeah, I got. I got to pray for us. If this pick go go to the four, if it don't go to the four, what should we do? Or if it do, which would you rather have? Would you rather for us to the pick get our pick back at number four, or go into the trademark where we got a Ben Simmons or a Dame Litter possibly in the trade ramp to go for? What you want? What you want to see the Bulls do? So if the Bulls get the number four pick, what well, I want to see the Bulls. Do? Or I'm saying, or if they eat which one, if we don't get it, would you rather get the number four pick or would you rather for them to try to trade for another piece? Let's say that again. You said if I if the Bulls get the number four pick, what I want them to do, like trade it or like pick a no, 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 I'm saying, honestly, you, if the Bulls get number four, I kind of want to see them try to get uh Suggs. Try Suggs, to get Suggs, Suggs. that'd be nice. Yeah, no, I'm you saying, say would who? you rather for them to get the pick or try to go out and get like a Ben Simmons or a Dang Lillard? What would you rather for the Bulls to do? Like add another piece, or just hope we get this pick. Wait, would I rather see them add a piece? Or I mean, yeah, it's it's weird because honestly, Shaq, I'm gonna be real with you. I've already mm-hmm. accepted the fact the Bulls not getting this pick. Like yes. <laughs> I'm like, I'm I'm praying, I'm, I'm, like, nah, I'm be real with you, man. I, I've already accepted the fact that they're not getting this pick, dude. Because you expecting? The, I mean, I mean, the D Rose miracle did happen. I'm not expecting that again. Yeah, <laughs> you know, 
So I'm not expecting them to go top four. But if the Bulls do get the top four pick, it, they're really in an interesting position because it's like mm-hmm. all these contracts are coming off the books. So you can really mm-hmm. revamp that front court. You could, if you get you get a top four, you could try to get a front court player like a Evan Mobley, who I, mm-hmm. I don't think he's gonna fall to four, but you know you could try to get him. You could try, try to get Jalen Suggs out of Gonzaga. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, to be in the backcourt. I mean, you know, everybody keeps saying the Bulls need a point guard. You know, they need another guard to go back there with Zach Levine. You could try to get him. You could try to get Jalen Green. You can look at some of the guys from the G League at night, like um, mm-hmm. uh, Jonathan Kuminga. I already said mm-hmm. Jalen Green. Um, Jalen Green. Yeah. I always forget the other Dyson, Dyson Nix, the other dude. Mm-hmm. I know, I know his draft dropped a little bit, but I mean, you can, I mean, it's a, it's a lot of options out there, man. Yeah, uh, and I this think, draft honestly, is gonna be a deep draft too. Yeah, but I'm, I'm gonna yeah. tell you why. It's gonna be a deep draft in the sense that like it's not really much. Mm-hmm. It's not really a lot of deep talent in this draft. Meaning like these guys, it's like a lot of guys that are really good. Mm-hmm. But like right now, it's gonna take like a couple years for you before you get that real impact outside yeah, of that. maybe K Cunningham. K Cunningham. <laughs> K Cunningham. But he going up, I think he go. I think he might go one. Maybe. I think K Cunningham might go one. I think yeah. I think he should go one, right? If the yeah, depends he's projected on to go number one. Evan Mobley number two. Uh, two. Jalen Green and Jalen Suggs are projected to be like three or four. Three, four. Yeah, and they have not been the Bulls so. Because now Kobe Kobe white out, so I'm 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 pushing the Lonzo Ball bandwagon train. Who you who you want for that point guard position? You want Lon, you I, you want Lonzo? That's who you want. I, I want Kobe White. Honestly, I think Kobe White could work. Mm-hmm. I but he's hurt Kobe though. White could work. I know he's hurt, but I I know he's hurt, and I know like mm-hmm. that also may may affect the situation. You know, moving forward, considering his new management. Mm-hmm. But also, I think Kobe White can work as a starting point guard, man, in the league. Even though to me, I'm considering like, you know, mm-hmm. LeBron was leading the league in assists last year, and Jokic was like mm-hmm. at the top, uh, at the top of the list. Um, you really just need somebody that can facilitate. And I think the only problem with Kobe White is he can't facilitate. He's not really good at facilitating in the half court. He's a little mm-hmm. too. He moves a little too fast. You know, he's a good mm-hmm. scorer, but he's not really like a floor general. I just think if you can get yeah. Kobe White to slow down. Calm in the half court and be a floor general, I think it could work, especially with how how good he can score the ball. But if you do want to go out and you want to try to get somebody other than Kobe White, uh, Mm -hmm. I can understand why you would say Lonzo, Mm -hmm. but I I still think I would want somebody that's more developed as a shooter already. You know what I'm saying? Lonzo got better though. Somebody like because if because if you had if you go with Lonzo and Kobe White, I mean Mm -hmm. they kind of I mean Lonzo's a little more developed. But in turn, mm-hmm. right, it's kind of like the same player. It's like, you know, guys that are kind of mm-hmm. hit and miss in the half court when it comes to shooting uh, floor space and threes. You know, guys that can can facilitate. I think Lonzo's a much better mm-hmm. facilitator than Easily, Kobe. Yeah. But at, on the other side of that, Kobe's are probably better at scoring. So it's yeah. like, I don't, you know, probably better off the dribble than uh, at scoring than Lonzo. So I don't know. Yeah. But to me, I feel like the Bulls, we don't need yeah, a scoring. Tough. And and I think – I'm like, sorry. I'm sorry. Be. I got that backwards. I'm sorry. I got that back. Lonzo better scoring off the dribble than Kobe. Kobe better than yeah. shooting from the outside than Lonzo. Yeah. I yeah. think, like, for me, for us, I think Kobe would work if we didn't have Zach Levine as the two-guard because we, we they're both a liability on defense. So I think Lonzo Ball will bring the, the defense that we need. We need the actual floor general to control the pace of our offense because we gave him too many leads sometimes when we actually was winning. And I think Kobe White – if he want to play the role of the combo guard where he cared more about scoring to me, I think he'd be great as the six-man for the Bulls coming off the bench where he can play his game, don't really have to change too much. Because I feel like it's like I didn't watch Kobe White so much that if I noticed this as a, a, a fan watching the game, I know people in the NBA notice this. Like, I can tell how Kobe White dribbles when he's going to pass and shoot the ball. Like, mm-hmm. he's not he, – he's like – A lot of them guys like that on the board. Yeah, it's like – yeah. And it's like he feel like when he's scoring, he's looked like it's an elite dribble. When he's trying to pass the ball, he don't like he dribbles as good with the ball. So, like, I can tell before he – even what he's doing with the ball before he even does it. And I just feel like he he will flourish more as a six-man with the Bulls, and we need somebody who can run an offense, play defense. And Lonzo has become a better shooter. And uh, the pace yeah, that we play with will benefit. Yeah. And the pace that we play with will actually help his game. So he actually get a team where he can run the team and he'd be his team and we can actually have confidence in him. Dude, I, I'm pushing for Lonzo. I don't want Schroeder, though. Yeah. Schroeder, no. Schroeder, hell no. 
I don't, you know, I know you pushing for Lonzo. Man. Look, man, Lonzo. Look, I, I'm not against Kobe. I'm mm-hmm. not against Lonzo. I just want to see the Bulls win. But right now, yeah. I think when you look at the Bulls with all the contracts coming off the books, it's hard to get excited about anything in terms of yeah. like individual players because yeah. they, they like considering what AK and Eversley been doing, the door is wide mm-hmm. open. Like yeah. I, I just like so far with what they did with Vucevic. I, they, I, they got my trust, man. As a Bulls yeah, fan, they, they earned my trust. So yeah. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to just sit back and let them work. If we don't get one of them top four picks, I'm like, all right, they might make a trade. Mm-hmm. If not, they make a free agent move. I think it, it's yeah. it's a new era in Chicago, man. It's a yeah, new era in Chicago thank, Bulls basketball, man. Thank, thank, thank God. Thank God. Oh, my goodness. This, this is right. – you, you hit it right it, on the head. You hit it right on the head. It, it's like it's, it's for the first time as Bulls fans, we go, we don't have to worry about, like, man, what – we do it's like okay we got something let's see what like let's see what happens yeah <laughs> yeah yeah that's actually like i can sit back and i'm like okay and then even with the Vucevic move everybody was talking about like all oh, the bulls got swing i said no we did we made a great trade we didn't give up nothing but a couple picks you say what and two, like a lot of some people was trying to say that the bulls didn't make a good trade or i'm like bro we made a great trade we gave them two players who wasn't worth anything getting injured and we just gave them two picks and the first pick Really wasn't supposed to be worth anything because it's supposed to make the playoffs, but injuries and COVID happened, which is cool. But the next pick they got is not going to be that high. The Bulls going to be a great team. Cause we And we got our pick coming up this year. So just in case we do have another bad year, our pick could be in a lottery. We got this pick. So we're fine. And I, like I said, I trust yeah, him too. I and I want Lonzo Ball too because I think he'll help Vucevic too. Actually having like a point guard, point guard to actually get Vucevic the ball. And he's great with the ball in his hand too. Because I feel like uh, uh, AK is trying to make the Denver Nuggets East, but that's why he kind of went with that. Like, uh, that's, what, that's, like that's kind of what it's looking like. It's starting yeah, to look that's like what that. Trying that's what he's trying to make. Because I mean, and it's like what you expect. It's like what you expect. You got him from Denver. <laughs> like that's <laughs> so. Yeah, I already, they broke, don't fix it. Right. So exactly, I already see what he was doing. As soon as we got Vucevic, I was like, "Yep, I see what yep. you're doing, bro." Mm-hmm. <laughs> I see. He ain't the same, and he ain't running it up the court like Vooch, but he he can pass though. I will say this, man. I think the Bulls have a, a two year window, and the reason yeah. why I say two year window is because Vucevic's contract comes due mm-hmm. next season, uh, twenty twenty three. Yep. Zach Levine's contract comes due next summer. Uh, I think they should get him extended, probably to twenty twenty five, and then if you can mm-hmm. do that, try to extend Thaddeus Young. Try to extend Thaddeus Young as long as possible, man. Keep him in that locker mm-hmm. room. Use him as like yeah. your veteran. And then mm-hmm. 2023, Kobe White track contract is going. I think he goes into restricted free agency or something like that. So it's a lot of contracts that the Bulls can really move come 2022, 2023. You got a two year window, man. Like I yeah. say, try to extend Zach. If you can't get him extended long term to 2025, mm-hmm. at least extend him to 2023, man. Make one, like yeah. make it a two year window. That's all I want to see out of the Bulls. Yeah, I'll say that. Window look, man. I'm not saying this gonna happen because obviously is this possible, but a certain superstar, which everybody mad who I've been saying he's the best player in the league, and I only want to say this because it's half, halfway on my channel, and people are gonna be like, "Oh, that's why you rock with KD." But KD was rocking with the Bulls. He said, "Look how the roster coming together is a nice thing," and I believe KD. If KD contract, <laughs> got up, I think his contract go about the next year. We might have the money to go inside him. So I don't know. I'm just saying we got options. And I trust AK, AK he gonna make make moves happen. Look, hey man, look, hey, got options. A lot of op- it's a lot of optimism, man. Go ahead, come to Chicago. It's a lot KD. of optimism, man. It's a lot of optimism with the Bulls right now. It's a new era, mm-hmm. man. But I mean, this this is supposed to be a playoff check in, man. We didn't we didn't got all off the playoff topic, but I mean, we we yeah, did what we came here to do. So to do, yeah, you know, I'm gonna wrap yeah. it up, bro. We we can just wrap this one up, bro. It's, okay, it's also starting uh, to get hot, bro. It's starting to hit that. Mm-hmm. It's starting to hit that 80, 80 threshold. So uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, you got you got the dogs there, yeah, though. So yeah, you got the dogs there. So yeah, appreciate you for sliding through, bro. Appreciate you for sliding through the world class who's podcast. Okay, SB yeah. Talk Sports, man, what's good, man? I always come through and say something in the comments, man. So mm-hmm. shout out to y'all for tuning in. Shout out to you for sliding through. Positive energy, yes, positive energy to everybody, man. You know, mm-hmm. Shaq, I'm gonna have you know I'm gonna have you back on here, man, for some probably oh, some, yeah, more yeah, sure. stuff, some more uh, some more draft content, too. you know, some lottery. You already know, yeah. bro. Yeah, I said, do you do dogs today or no? Or no, you don't do dogs today? You say what? You do Chicago dogs today? You do a baseball game today or no? You the baseball? What baseball game? The dogs. No, oh, no, no, 
No, I ain't no dogs. They on the road right now. They on oh, the road okay. right now. So, no, this is oh, a day. Yeah, today, no. a road. Today, a day off. This is about to be a legit day off. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> enjoy that. They ain't doing nothing today. When, when the Bulls start back, I'm definitely gonna lean back in too. I'm about to chill, bro. Yeah, yeah. I when Windy City Bulls start, I'm gonna uh, link back in on the Windy City Bulls too. I'm definitely gonna get back on that. All right. All right. That's yeah, cool, yeah, right. bro. Hey. Hey man, what's right, again? Salute, salute to coming for coming mm-hmm. through, bro. Salute to coming through for the world class who's podcast. Salute to SB Talk Sports, man. Hey, let's wrap this mm-hmm. up, man. We gonna get up out of here. It's about it's starting to get hot. You gotta go outside. <laughs> All right, man. Salute. Right, man. You gotta go outside, bro. <laughs> All, right. All right, man. Salute. All right, big dog. That's a wrap, bro. It's a wrap. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of the World Class Hoops Podcast. Good morning. Good afternoon, good evening, good night, wherever you may be. That's a wrap.